This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For all NBA NBA Warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. It's trade season. I mean, people are putting Moody in the trade machine. I personally don't put him in a trade machine. If you need his salary, then I guess you got to bite that bullet. But I personally think... If you make a move, he should probably be a guy that you keep on the team. Pods is probably a guy you should keep on the team. But we'll ultimately see what these teams are asking for and right. and if the Warriors are even selling or buying at all. But um, OG and Anobi got moved. Got moved for less than 5,000 picks, too. Well, we... I mean, it's clear with all the reporting out that he wanted to go to the Knicks anyway. So yeah. it's kind of like same agency, I do believe. So yeah. you can kind of like, all right, we don't need to ask for too, too much to get him to where he actually really wants to be. So they moved him there. But again, OG, like I said, he doesn't stay healthy all the time. So it's like, hmm. yeah, I'm not really looking to have him on our squad like that, but. Yeah, I really, I was never really super on in on OG thing. Other than last year, I think he could have helped because they didn't have any front court depth at all. But this right. year, they have a ton. Um, as far as players that aren't as good as him, but are close enough that you really should just go for a different type of player. Um, but it once he was moved, it raised the eyebrows to Pascal Siakam, obviously. Right. And I mean, I've been pretty consistent. I think they should go after a player like that. I think they should make a trade. They have too many players, not enough rotation spots, and they have too many players who aren't quite good enough to, you know, increase their margin for error. They they aren't the type of team that can overwhelm you with talent. They just have a bunch of good players. Good players, yeah. And not a ton of elite players. Um, Steph is the only elite player. Exactly. <laughs> right? That's on, it. On, yeah, and on their on their best day, you know, Draymond, Clay, even Chris Paul on his best day are great players, but they aren't elite anymore. And you can't expect them to be great players all the time, given age, given Draymond's 
um, inability to stay on the basketball court and all this other stuff. So you need to help them out. Not necessarily Chris Paul, but I think you need to help in particular um, Dre and Claymont. Yeah. Dre and Claymont. <laughs> Dre and Clay. <laughs> I mean, them together, Claymont, I guess that's a nice nickname for them yeah. together. But yeah, I mean, Steph obviously would be a huge, he would be benefited as well, hugely. Um, we watch him get double and triple teamed and dribble, have to dribble through five guys just to score all game. Um, and that would help. But I think in particular, getting Clay easier looks so he can just take easy shots all game and not force any bad ones. And Dre, you know, give him another target. Potentially, if you get a guy like Siakam, he can help him on the defensive end to anchor an elite defense as well. Um, so that's just my opinion on it. We already went in depth on it, like, yeah, few episodes back. But, <laughs> I mean, it's some, I guess it's something to monitor because, I mean, I think this officially kicks off trade season, right? Um, well, yeah, but they still have till uh, February, I do believe. Sure. Like, that's it. Like, mm-hmm. here we are. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Ah, I mean, um, like you said, Moody should be kept. And it will, again, I'm sure teams are going to be asking for Kaminga. Like, that's who they see the athleticism. So they'll totally be calling about him. And then it's going to be plus we're going to need, you know, depending on who's on the other end that we'd like to bring in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, this this part of the schedule right here can kind of force them, force their hand into, you know, some some tough decisions because. Because if we can beat these teams at home, like. Like no. these are these are decent teams. Like Miami's decent, Dallas is decent, but no one is expecting them to be anything substantial. Right. And you just got handled two games in a row by these teams at home. Both teams are missing one of their two best players. Yes. Right. If Orlando comes in there and, and, and spanks y'all, man. And then Denver comes in there and spanks y'all, and y'all on a five game losing streak again, and y'all four games under five hundred again. I don't know. That that actually might speed up the phone calls. Exactly. Like it it actually might. So exactly. Now I do think they're going to wait until Draymond is back, back, which is probably going to be second week of January, something yeah. like that. And Just then, so you could get a good look. At least you you want to give the opportunity to say, "Hey, give us the opportunity to show that we are mm-hmm. X team." Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I, and I have been saying, I think they are a better team than this. Obviously, if you you insert Draymond, yeah. he makes a world of a difference. But I think when this team is clicking and whole, they're very, they're a very good team. I mean, at least in a regular season terms. But you could shore that up. You can you know make it a sure thing if you make a trade. And then I'm just tired of seeing guys who are good and and able to play just sit on the, on the bench. It's like. Yeah. I mean, we've been watching Moses Moody get the short end of the stick for three years now. Yeah. I think he's been ready to play out the gate. I mean, he wasn't going to be like some amazing rookie, but I think he was able to play. And now this is year three, and he's just sitting on the bench, and he's one of the better, I think, young wings in the league. Yeah. It's kind of upsetting to see. So I'm trying to figure out why is it always Moody that's going to be the one that's the DMP? Mm -hmm. I'm just – why is it just 
it just seems like it's always just him. Like mm -hmm. no one else, just him. Yeah. I mean, I think you look at it, you look at their, their wing core, right? Like you got Clay and Wiggins right. um, are the, are the champion guys. And Clay is, Clay is Clay. Like he has the, right. the legacy going for him and stuff like that. Um, so he's going to play. Um, Wiggins and Kaminga are both your big wing athletes. Right. So they're going to play. So it ultimately comes down to Moody, Gary, and Pods, you know, for those minutes. Gary's been hurt. And, you know, I think obviously early in the season, Gary was getting the bulk of those minutes. And Moody was too. And then Pods kind of pushed himself into it. So Pods pretty much pushed Moody out of the rotation. And no matter how guys are playing, it's just not enough minutes to go around. It's only 96 minutes on the wing per game. And they're splitting it between like seven dudes, six dudes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, when you put it that way, but I still feel like. <sighs> okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. He's good enough to play. It's like you can get him in somewhere. Well, yeah. that's, that's, that is my the point. Way to do it. I mean, He's got to get in there somewhere. Yeah, I think the easiest way to do it is push pods more to a guard and limit CP3's minutes. That's just the lowest hanging fruit right there, like... <laughs> CP3, 33 minutes. Work. It could work. It could work. It could work, but Steve is not willing to do that. Um, that I mean, that's just all what it comes down to, right? Like Pods has stepped up into a player. He's not necessarily just yeah. a wing. He's not just an off-ball guy. Like you can, yeah. I think you can play Pods as a league guard in some lineups, and it'll work. Um, it doesn't have to be a ton of minutes, and it doesn't have to be a ton of minutes in a row, but CB3, 33 minutes, Moody, zero minutes. That just doesn't make a ton. Yeah. Like just 13 of those minutes to Moody, and I think it ultimately is fine. And you you have a much higher defensive ceiling. You mm -hmm. have more athleticism on the court at all times. You have more reliable and shooting. Often. On the court. Exactly. It's yeah, really CB3 good. had a good shooting game today, but Moody's a better shooter than him at this point. Yeah. And Moody's not afraid to shoot. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's not a perfect player, but he's a but, type of player that they need to have on the court more. And he's going to hustle. Exactly. He's that type of guy. Like, hustle, defense, length, athleticism, especially in transition. Like, a few yeah. of those plays where Clay's in, in the front of the of the pack in transition, and he's like, uh, I can try to make this layup, but I'm probably going to get blocked. I'm probably not going to jump very high. So let me pass it or let me do some, you know, weird, whatever, whatever. <laughs> Moody's just dunking it or Moody's just going up and laying it up. Yeah, he's going to try whatever. Yeah, so you just get more options in transition yeah. with uh, Moody on the court, where CB3 is essentially never an option to score in transition, ever. That's why he just never likes to run transition. But, yeah, some free Moody, free Moses Moody. Yeah, It's crazy. We got to keep saying this. Yeah, I got to get a T-shirt made. <laughs> yeah, right. right but um i mean steph started out slow like you said mm -hmm. got into a rhythm in the second half 
but ultimately it was not enough. He's been on a little mini slump. I mean, we we already know what Steph is like in December. Of in, Historically in his career, he's not a great December player. Usually highlighted by the Christmas game right. every year. It's not great. <laughs> um, but you also got to acknowledge, like, maybe he's tired. <laughs> well, he he carried a lot of the load early on in the mm-hmm. season when we had two of our guys who we count on to complement his scoring, they weren't scoring. So he took a lot of that on to just to keep us in games and to win us those games, putting a lot on his shoulders. So yeah, he, he could be (laughs) feeling some fatigue right now, which is understandable. And I will say this game starting out, you saw that he wasn't passive. He, they started mm-hmm. out with a lot better energy, which was needed. So, but you saw that he wasn't, you know, shying away from stuff. He was more, I would say, taking more of an initiative to like, hey, all right, I'm going to still be moving around, but I am mm-hmm. expecting this ball back so that I can get my shots up. So it wasn't so much, I'm just going to pass, 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 and don't make myself available. So. Mm-hmm. And they just weren't falling, but come second half, you you saw it started to pick up. You know, yeah, he missed some bunnies inside. Some were fouls, not called, but, you know, but he was still the one driving in there saying, listen, I don't have to stay out here. I'm going to try to get past these guys and lay it up. And they, you know, he was just missing, but it was there. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the misses are just another indication of potential fatigue. Yeah. Um, not only was he carrying a lot offensively early in the season, but again, playing him next to CB3 a lot means that he has to work a little bit harder on defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at this point, he's 35. He's going to be 36 in March. And you probably should be like the whole narrative early in his career is like, oh, he hides on defense and all that type of stuff. That was never really true. Right. It needs to be true now. Like, yeah, he's 35. I don't care what people think of him as a defender at this point. He shouldn't be out there exerting a ton of energy on defense. Like, right. he just shouldn't. But he has to when he's playing as a CP3. Or what is often happening is him and CP3 are kind of like, I'm old. Right. I, I don't need to right. be. Kind of like. So it compromises the defense because they're not making the second and third effort as small, old guards right. in the NBA against these teams that are spread across the floor. So. Yeah, he's kind of trying to conserve on that end, yet still he's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to go for it right here on this one, but y'all got to help me like get something exactly. easy or whatever down on that offensive end, like because mm-hmm. I just exerted a lot of you know energy on this end trying to get this stop, coming up with that steal. Like, I'm, I'm trying here, guys, but I'm going to have to take a break real quick. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's like he he needs everyone to really kind of just step up and help. Mm-hmm. That's really and, what it is. And this is why, I mean, when people were kind of bringing up his lack of aggression in the first quarters, I was kind of pushing back on it because this is, gotta, he's trying to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this dude yeah. has been a prolific scorer for his entire career. You think he doesn't want to score the basketball? I mean, like there's clearly a reason why, you know, he hasn't come out super aggressive and, and all that type of stuff. And he really shouldn't have to. He should have a good enough team that 
he shouldn't have to score 12, 13 points in the first quarter right? for his team to be in position to win the game. Um, so ultimately, all of these things, I think, lead back to the conversation that we were already having, which is something needs to happen to this team, to this roster. I don't know what. I don't know what exactly. I know what I would like for it to be, but that's, I mean, we'll see if that's realistic or not. But yeah, I, mean, I don't think this roster should look the same after February. Um, at the very least, get Chris Paul off the team. At the very least. Uh, but <laughs> here first, get Chris Paul off the team by Justin. <laughs> no wow. He hasn't been bad. He hasn't been a bad player. He just doesn't fit the team and he puts them in compromising positions way too often. And the value that he's supposed to bring to the team can just be found as elsewhere in the form of another player. So who can hit middies? Yeah. Got it. And who just happens who to be <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens to be like a whole foot taller, hopefully. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs>